What is good, everybody? Welcome to another 49ers Instant Reaction podcast. I literally do not know what to say as I have flown downstairs in my basement to get the job done. The San Francisco 49ers are going to the playoffs. I'll say it again. The San Francisco 49ers are going to the playoffs. I do not believe it. I don't believe it. I cannot believe that that happened. Just like to put it in context here. I'm out of breath because I literally just ran downstairs. The 49ers were down 17 to nothing in this game on the road. They came back and won. It is the second biggest comeback in the entire NFL this season. Second biggest comeback in the entire NFL this season. San Francisco 49ers, 27-24 win over the Rams in overtime. Six straight wins against the Rams. Six straight. Incredible job by the 49ers defense in this one. Incredible job by the 49ers running game in this one. Unbelievable game. We're in. We are in the playoffs. How does that feel, everybody? How does it feel? And man, <laughs> so much to break down. And hopefully uh, Akash Anavarathan is going to join us in this game, uh, in this uh, podcast, I should say. I don't know where to start. Like, do we start with Ambry Thomas, who gets the interception in overtime, one-on-one -on -one with Odell Beckham Jr.? The same Ambry Thomas that couldn't get on the field earlier this year? Unbelievable. One-on-one -on -one in overtime. Ambry Thomas is there. He makes the play. Like, this is one of the wildest games. I, I can't even, like, describe the game. First of all, you've got the 49ers coming out in the first half, putting up an absolute dud in the first half of this game. Before they got a field goal on the final drive in the first half, the 49ers had 22 total yards in the first half. Like, that's how bad it was. They were doing nothing. Jimmy Garoppolo couldn't throw. They couldn't run the ball at all. But what did they have? They had the defense. And I know the Rams put up 17 points in the game, but the defense balled out in this one. The Rams, the Rams could not run the ball all day. Could not do it. Didn't run the ball all day. I don't know why they continued to try. I really don't. Um, but yay for us. Even in the game, the Rams had 27 carries for 64 yards. That's two and a half yards a carry. Like, awful. But 49ers get two turnovers. The D stiffens when they had to. And Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans were in their bag in this game. We're going to get to as many questions and comments for you as we can. Trap Naps, thanks for the super chat. Tale of two halves goes our way this time. And you're right. That is exactly how it was going to go. Because I got to tell you, there were like three different times in this game where I had my show. Like I knew what I was going to say. Because I was like, we've seen this game before. I know exactly what to say. Here are the plays that back it up. And it didn't happen. Instead, the 49ers actually came through in the clutch. I was, <laughs> I mean, think about what we saw on this one, right? No Kwan Williams. He goes down in this before the game even starts. All of a sudden, we're like, wait, what? Kwan Williams is down? Trent Williams can't go. And we're like, oh, God. Against this Rams pass rush, what are we going to do? 49ers, like I said, come out in the first half and do nothing. But in the second half of this game, 
the 49ers absolutely dominated and it started right out of the gate right out of the gate in the second in the third quarter 49ers get the ball they go seven plays 75 yards and they throw one pass and it's a Debo Samuel chuck to Jawan Jennings who had the game of his life in the end zone Moonman Ed, thanks for the super chat. Same old sorry ass Rams. Yes. That's, I mean, at this point, like it's in, it's got to be in McVay's head. And you saw it in this game because it was a critical point in the game where the Niners are starting to come back and McVay huddles everybody up on the sideline. He huddles everybody up and he's talking to them. We're not going to let this get away, blah, blah, blah. Just the fact that he did that means he knew it was in the, in the Rams heads. He knew it was in his guy's head and he couldn't stop it. And I don't care what anybody says. I think that's a factor. I absolutely think that that was a factor in this game. A lot of you are talking to me about Jimmy Garoppolo. And we'll get there. I know it. But you just have, let's just, before we get into all of that, before we get into any of that stuff, like let's just enjoy that the 49ers are going to the playoffs. And this was the most 49ers game of all time, right? We're sitting there in the first half and God, don't look, you can, the tweets are the tweets. I'm not going to delete any of them. I'm tweeting, you know, I'm on the phone. How could he start Jimmy Garoppolo? Look at the offense. And I thought we were going to get our doors blown off. And I think it speaks to the culture of this team. I think it speaks to Kyle Shanahan. They do not give up. And the 49ers end up scoring 24 points in the second half of this game. The Rams only scored seven in the second half. And the 49ers get the 27-24 win. Oh, man. I think that, <laughs> I don't know what I think, man. I said before uh, that last comment came up, Kyle Shanahan and D'Amico Ryans were throwing the kitchen sink at the Rams. Like, I don't know if they got desperate or I don't know what it what it was, but holy Lord. They were calling everything. Kyle was calling crazy run plays. I mentioned the Debo pass. D'Amico Ryans is sending Fred Warner on blitzes, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. I saw Nick Bosa lined up over the guard multiple times. It was a kitchen sink game, and why not? Nice to see a little urgency from the 49ers, finally. I mean, the punter goes down. Mitch Wisnowski goes down in this game. Robbie Gold has to punt. Robbie Gold has two punts. One goes 47 yards. One goes 42 yards. I've seen his cap number next year. Screw it, man. Put him in for both. God knows we're paying him enough. Here's a super chat from, oh, man. Kaliki Carroll. Again, I apologize if I say your name wrong. Watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Love your show. One, Debo MVP. Multiple running and receiving touchdowns and a passing touchdown. Two, with the win, does Jimmy can't, Jimmy's camp tell him not to play to save trade value? Well, look, we're going to get into all of that. That is definitely a question. We have no idea what his thumb is going to be like. I don't think we're going to know tonight. I think it's going to be tomorrow. The, the big thing, I think, is going to be how it reacts, right? Because there were murmurs that you know he would do a little and then it would swell up on him and that's obviously gonna we're gonna have to see i mean there's no way to know what's gonna happen with jimmy garoppolo going forward we're gonna have to take it day by day i'm sure we'll be in quarterback roulette as well and uh we'll worry about that later again it's sunday night man let's just sit and relax and enjoy the win and if there's people out there, and I'm sure there are, I haven't looked at my mentions yet, but I am sure that there are people that want to rub in my face that I was saying the Niners would lose this game with Jimmy Garoppolo if they started it, that Kyle Shanahan was dumb to start Jimmy Garoppolo. 
And if you want me to eat some crow, I'll eat some crow. I still think it was the wrong decision. I still think they would have won the game or they could have won the game, I should say, with Trey Lance. But Jimmy Garoppolo did what Jimmy Garoppolo does in this game. I guess we're going to get to it now. I mean, the stats look good. 23 of 32, 316 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. He was also sacked three times. He also had a huge fumble that torpedoed their second possession. And I know that people are going to say, look, he had the game-winning drive. You know, he drove down the field and got it done. And they're going to forget everything else. And that's fine. But the 49ers got the win today. And I don't want to get mad. And if you look, I'm going to be around. I'll be around all week. If you want to come at me with the Jimmy G stuff, that's fine. But tonight is not a night for negativity. Tonight is a night for positivity and joy and happiness. Who the hell knows what's going to happen next week in the playoffs? I don't know. I don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be able to finish a single possession. What I do know is the Niners are in the playoffs tonight, and I'm happy about it. And just just a side note here, I said it on the Thursday show, I needed a win this week. I really did. I had a lot going on here at home. My my 21-month-old daughter has COVID. My wife has COVID. I really need a win this week. I really needed a win. And when it was 17 to nothing, I got to tell you, it was dark. It was dark and I was miserable. I'm literally sitting home watching the game in a mask because my son and I don't have COVID. So we have to mask at home to try and see if we can hold off. It was, it was a crazy day. So a lot going on. But again, 49ers get the win. And you know what? Shout out to the faithful, man. Shout out to the 49ers faithful. That was like a home game. Mike McGlinchey tweeted it out during the game. The Rams were on a silent count. That's a credit to the faithful. I mean, there was a ton of red in the stands there. So the fans were loud. You could hear it whenever anything came up good for the 49ers. There were multiple times where Stafford's got his hands over his ear holes in the helmet because he couldn't hear. That's a credit to the 49ers fans. It was like a home game. You're right. Kyle watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page. That's a good point. It was very much like a home game. At, at worst, it was a 50-50 split, which is incredible in a game that you have to win on the road to have enough of your fans there to make it a 50-50 split. And I appreciate everybody uh, with the well wishes here for my family. I, I thank you. That's uh, that's a big deal to me. I do appreciate it. Uh, I won't throw everybody on there, but thank you. Um, let's give a little love to Jawan Jennings in this game. Six catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns, had some huge plays on third down, getting open, running after the catch, had a huge block on Debo Samuel's rushing touchdown as well. Massive, massive game for Juwan Jennings. And I give Kyle Shanahan credit because I have been banging on him that he is too tied and too reluctant to go with young players. He's too tied to the veterans. And he didn't do that because Mohamed Sanu, you know, Mohamed Sanu was an option and he stuck with the guy. He stuck with Jennings, the young guy. Credit to Shanahan because he hadn't been doing that all the time. I know I bang on him a lot. I know I bang on him a lot. And I think he deserves it. And I'm going to continue to bang on him when I think he deserves it. But when he does something right, when he does a good job, he deserves credit. And I'm going to give him credit. And I don't like, I don't think that's revolutionary. I don't, you know. When guys are good, I say they're good. So credit to Kyle Shanahan. <sighs> All right. So 
How are you feeling right now? How are you feeling about this team? Because for like three quarters of this game, I'm sitting there trying to like, okay, we're gonna, what are we going to do in the off season? I'm starting to get my off season plans together. And holy hell, 49ers come back and get the win. So let's start with this. Who gets your game ball today? That's what I want to know. And again, Akash Anavarathan is going to hopefully hop in soon here. But who gets your game ball for the 49ers? Because I don't know if I should give it to the defense. Emmanuel Mosley was great in this game. He did have a, a pass interference penalty at the end, but he also had a huge interception deep down the field. Ambry Thomas, does he get it for sealing the game and the win? Does Jimmy Garoppolo get it for you? A lot of people are saying, I got to give Jimmy Garoppolo more love. A lot of Jawan Jennings love. Dominic, watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page, says Terry Bradshaw and the whole Fox team said Jimmy Garoppolo won the game. That is not true. You can't have two interceptions and a huge fumble and, and say he won the game. Like, I know he had a good drive at the end, and he did. But I'm not going to say he won the game. I'm going to say he contributed to the win. The defense was incredible. Shout out Kyle Juszczyk becoming the de facto holder. Because don't forget, Mitch Wisnowski was out. He usually does the holding. Juice came in. You never would have even known it. Perfect holds. Robbie Gold doing extra punting, making his extra points, making his field goal. Everybody chipped in. Everybody chipped in for the 49ers in this one. Unbelievable game. Unbelievable game. It's the second double-digit win season in Kyle Shanahan's career. Like, this one game is such a pivot point for, for legacies in this one, right? Think about what would have happened if the 49ers lost. Then it would have been four out of five years for Kyle Shanahan not in the playoffs. Then it would have been, how did they start Jimmy Garoppolo in this game when it, with a messed up hand? What's Kyle Shanahan doing? The crazy decision-making for Kyle Shanahan. You would have had that. You would have had a great defensive performance wasted by the 49ers. You would have had the streak against the Rams ended. All this stuff would have, that's the show I would have been doing, right? In the alternate universe somewhere, that's the show we're talking about. And yet, now with the win, it's the second playoff season for Kyle Shanahan. It's the second double-digit win season for Kyle Shanahan. Now you give the Niners credit because they're in third place in the NFC West and they still make the playoffs. Unbelievable job. No Trent Williams, no K1 Williams in the game, no Aziz Alshire in the game decimated secondary and they got it done that all that changed on just this one game right this one game Derek watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page Jimmy gets the game ball even with two picks he played good while injured mm, no don't forget they part of the reason they needed to come back in the end was Jimmy Garoppolo so let's not forget that you can't just forget about everything you got to look at the whole picture <laughs> Okay. Paul Rice on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Jimmy G is like Cujo mixed with a lassie. He bites you in the ass and then runs and gets help. <laughs> oh, that's well done, Paul. So far, that's the comment of the day. Uh, Jason watching or uh, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Jason PDSI. Thanks for the super chat. Montana throws three picks in the 81 title game, but no one says he contributed to the win. Shaking my head. I would say Dwight Clark did it pretty good job at the 81 championship game considering Joe Montana said he was throwing that ball away just just saying just throwing that out there 
Yeah, like interceptions matter. Interceptions count. The Niners are going in to score, and Jimmy Garoppolo was late over the middle and behind George Kittle, and the ball gets tipped up in the air and allows Jalen Ramsey to make the interception. Like, that's a crusher. That is a crusher. And I know the 49ers came back to win the game, but that matters. But again, I don't want to get into the negativity. If you want me to just shut up and take the L on this Jimmy Garoppolo, and I don't want to, that's fine. For today, I'll do it. I can defend him the rest of the week. I want tonight to be positive. This is a positive. The 49ers are in the playoffs. Everybody sits here and loves to tell me how negative I am, okay? Well, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be the good guy here. I'm trying to be the good guy. Uh, I don't know how to say your name. Tadius on the Niners Nation Facebook page. If a receiver gets his hand on the ball, then that's on the wide receiver. That's totally not true. What if the receiver jumps eight feet in the air and the ball goes off of his hand? Is it still on the quarterback or is it still on the receiver then? I mean, come on. Let's grow up. But again, I don't want to get into this like I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. The 49ers won. Again, second biggest comeback of the entire season. They were down 17 points on the road. Let's not fight. Let's be happy. Let's rejoice here. Who else should get a game ball in this game? Brandon Ayuk, six catches, 107 yards. Monster game. In the first half, he was the only guy making plays for them. He was the only guy making plays. But when you have as many good people as the 49ers have, Sometimes that happens, right? IU can carry you in the first half. In the second half, Debo Samuel and Juwan Jennings, both of them. Monsters. Debo Samuel, four catches, 95 yards in the game, eight carries, 45 yards in the game, and a touchdown. That's 5.6 yards per carry on the ground for Debo and 23.8 yards per catch for Debo Samuel. What an absolute monster. Okay, looks like we are going to fight. How about this comment? watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Rob, I don't like Jimmy either, but you have to give him his props. Stop being a hater. I'm not being a hater. He had a good drive in overtime to set up a field goal, and he had a good drive at the end of the fourth quarter. Some of the plays in the fourth quarter, dudes were wide open, but Jimmy made the play, which is more than he's done in some instances. So he came through this time. But again, I look at the whole game, okay? It's possible for Jimmy Garoppolo to have had some good drives at the end of the game and been crap early in the game. I mean, you tell me, it's 22 yards in the first half before the full, the final drive. Is that, a, is that a good first half? Like, no, clearly it's not. So, oh, here we go. Charles, Rob, you saw three passes go through receiver hands. BS, hater, hater, hater. What about the other passes he threw? Like, do those not count? I mean, come on. How many intercepts? Again, I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. How are you feeling about Kyle Shanahan now? And how much differently would you have felt about Kyle Shanahan if the 49ers had lost this game, right? Now you're like, uh, okay, he got to the playoffs again. We'll go into next year with Trey Lance. Yeah, that's cool. But if he loses this game, then he's going to be fired, right? Fire him. It's terrible. It's it, This game changed so much about so many legacies with the 49ers. I can't think, I can't remember a game, a non-playoff game where that's the case. Jason says Kyle is still on the hot seat. I don't know about that. And like Roland says on the Niners Nation YouTube page, do we get K1, Trent Williams, and Aziz Alshire back next week? Those are major, major reinforcements for the 49ers. So there's also a lot to consider with that too. 100%. 49ers get the win. I haven't even had time to go back and look at my notes. I literally ran down here as the game was over. I want to give a shout out to the 49ers defensive line because they were monsters up front. They, I think they might get my game ball monsters up front by the 49ers defensive line. Stafford was sacked five times in this game for 37 yards lost. Bosa, 
I thought, well, he wasn't on defensive line. I thought Drake Greenlaw was flying all over the place. How about Eric Armstead? Love to, to criticize Eric Armstead. Two and a half sacks in this one, three quarterback hits, two tackles for a loss. That's a guy stepping up. One of your biggest, highest paid stars stepping up in a big game. Massive game for Armstead. Bosa had a half a sack in this game. Two tackles for loss, two quarterback hits. Again, big star stepping up. DJ Jones was blowing up running plays. Contavious Street, Arden Key had another half a sack and a quarterback hit. The 49ers defensive line are absolute monsters in this one. They hide so much of what's going on with the secondary. They are so unheralded outside of Bosa, and they are critical to the success of this team. Again, look at the Rams. 27 carries for 64 yards. 2.4 2.4 yards per carry. Everybody loves to talk about Cam Akers, right? Holy hell, Cam Akers is coming back. Look out, world. Five carries, three yards. Hit a long of two. I know he's coming back, you know, from an Achilles, but there was a little little too much hype for Cam Akers. I'll just say that. How about this Jesse Garcia? Oh, no, wait a minute. I apologize. The, the comment went away. Yeah, Jesse Garcia on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Secondary was better without Josh Norman. A freaking men. Amen. That was the second best thing that came out of last week. First, it was Trey Lance and getting a win. The second best thing was Kyle had enough of Josh Norman, and he just pulled the plug, and that was the end of that. And Ambry Thomas, I mean, bam, end of the game. You saw it. Ambry Thomas intercepts the ball one-on-one with Odell Beckham Jr., what a lift for Ambry Thomas, right? Like, if you're a young kid, the struggles he had, he couldn't get on the field. And then to, to be where he is now, where he's thrust into a starting job at the end of a season, must-win game, boom, game-winning interception at the end of the game. And I didn't think that he was getting, like, abused throughout the game. He's played well. He has absolutely been developing. Kyle Shanahan is speaking as I do this show right now. He says the team is resilient. I'll wait for a couple more to, uh, to come in. Looking at a tweet from Matt Mayoko here, he says, there was a point in the first half when I thought not only is the Falcons' victory over the Saints the 49ers' best hope, it's their only hope. This was the most gutsy, inspired performance I've seen. Yeah. I mean, how, how could you say anything different? How many teams in the league down 17 points on the road in a must-win game with an ailing quarterback, their best offensive lineman out, one of their best linebackers out, down 17 points, like I said, and come back and win? I don't know too many. I don't know. And by the way, you know how this things were going the 49ers way? Because Kyle Shanahan did a trick play, and it actually worked. Debo Samuel on the pass in the first drive of the third quarter. Kyle Shanahan's trick plays never work. In fact, they usually end up going for losses. But there it was. As soon as I saw Debo kind of lift the ball up, I was like, uh-oh. said, if he throws this, that guy better be wide open. And there was Jennings wide open in the end zone. Aaron watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page, best comeback of his career. I totally agree. Easily. Other than the NFC Championship game and maybe the Seattle game, although the Niners were never losing like in that game, this is arguably the second best win of Kyle Shanahan's career. You could easily make the case it's the second best. Andre watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Back against the wall, they pulled it together. Jimmy almost cost us the game, but they pulled it together in the second half. And by the way, I had forgotten about this. Shout out to you, Shawnee Chipotle, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. McVay was 43 and 0 in his career when leading at halftime. You're absolutely right. Not anymore. 43 and 1, big boy. 
And it's a weird thing between Shanahan and McVay. Like if they sit down and argue in the off season about who's the better coach, no matter what McVay says, Shanahan has a comeback for, right? Like if McVay says, well, I win 10 games every year, Shanahan could say, well, yeah, not against me. You don't. How many times you beat me, Sean? McVay says, well, I made the Super Bowl. Shanahan said, so did I. It's a weird situation there, but for some reason, Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number. Uh, Trans Rapid watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Shout out to Elijah Mitchell on the O-line. They ran hard and created huge holes. I didn't think Jimmy Garoppolo was under a ton of pressure in the game. There were times when he was under pressure, but it wasn't like, oh my God, we're going against Aaron Donald and Von Miller and uh, Leonard Floyd and look out. Like he had enough time to make some plays. Again, there were some sacks, yeah, but you know, that happens every game. But the offensive line did a damn good job in this game. A damn good job. Mike McGlinchey was watching. I'm sure he had to be happy. Like, how could you not watching his boys play? And, you know, I was like, before the game, I was like, Colton McKivitz is starting a tackle? What the hell is going on? I was getting ready to write that down as another thing to criticize Kyle Shanahan for. Apparently, he nailed it. It was like uh, one holding call, I think, on McKivitz, or maybe two. But, like, other than that, he was fine. Shanahan on Jimmy G's thumb. We had a pretty good idea. Jimmy had a good week just from our eyes. It didn't affect him at all. If he was hurt in the game, I wouldn't have hesitated to put in Trey Lance. Kyle said he told the Fox production team before the game that he saw every single throw Jimmy Garoppolo made in practice, and that's why he was confident throwing them out there. And then at halftime, Kyle Shanahan told the Fox broadcast crew that he sees, quote, zero limitations. I just want to look and check it in my notes. Zero limitations with Jimmy Garoppolo throwing in the first half, which enraged me at the time. I was ready to crush him for that. Going fishing. Thanks for the super chat. Jimmy G tried so hard to get that off-season surgery tomorrow. <laughs> oh, come on. He kind of did in the first half. Uh, next up, Joey Little watching. Oh, Lily, excuse me, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Thank you for the super chat. Game ball has to go to the entire team. Yeah, I agree. I said it. Like, this was a complete win. Everybody played a part. Jimmy Garoppolo played a part in the end of the fourth quarter in overtime. The defense played a part basically the whole game because they were unbelievable. Somebody may have tweeted out that the 49ers had to hold the Rams to less than 24 points in this one to get a win. Not sure who that was. Might have been me. Um, but yeah, you got to give it to that. You got to give it to Robbie Gold and Kyle Juszczyk helping out with the special teams. Every single facet of the 49ers contributed to the win today. And that's how you're able to do it when your quarterback has two interceptions in the game. That's how you overcome that stuff. The other parts of the team have to pick it up. And the 49ers did today, and they get a win, and they should be thrilled they should be over the moon i know there's like a 24-hour rule for celebration maybe make it like a 30 jaquaski tart already tweeted playoff bound proud of this team can't count the 49ers out yeah you can't and by the way don't think everybody else in the nfc is not upset about this because they are because nobody's going to want to face the 49ers in the playoffs no body so Let's see what else they're saying around 49ers Twitter. I bookmarked a bunch of stuff during the game. In the third quarter, or at one point in the game in the second half, the Rams had 12 plays for 12 yards on three drives. <laughs> like, that's domination by the defense. So, like, I don't, I know some of you people think I'm like pooping on Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, no, the defense dominated in that spot. That's insane. 12 plays 12 yards on three drives 
And this isn't the Texans, right? Like if you wanted to write it off last week, oh, they played the Texans. Well, this was the Rams. And that 12 wins. 12 wins is damn good. And the 49ers defense clamped them down for largely the entire second half. Oh, look at this. Will Henry on the YouTube page. This stuff is scripted and fixed. Open your eyes, people. Man, if it's scripted and fixed, then the 49ers are not paying the scriptwriter enough because how could Jimmy Garoppolo keep doing the same thing over and over and over again? Like, couldn't the scriptwriters get some new ideas? There's one more super chat that I missed here. Uh, Lunkers365, in quotes, he says, Jimmy G is never the reason we win, but always the reason we lose. Can't say that tonight. Got to give Jimmy credit. Well, I can't say that tonight because the 49ers didn't lose. Now, did they? So, I mean, come on. Let's not. Of course, I can't say that tonight. But again, I thought everybody contributed to this win. I think everybody did. Unbelievable game by the 49ers. And now they go forward in the playoffs. And I think, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I literally ran down here. And maybe you can tell me in the comments. Um, is it the Cowboys that the 49ers play next week? Because if it is, that's freaking awesome. Like, let me just say, that is unbelievable. If that's the case. Get that rivalry back going. That would be phenomenal phenomenal shout out to my boy rj ochoa from the sb nation nfl show who i do a show with on thursdays he's a the grand poobah of blogging the boys obviously a cowboy fan so he and i you'll hear him on the niners nation network this week for sure we got big things coming up on the niners nation network this week by the way joe staley is gonna join us hooray the joe show we have john chapman is also going to join us help break down some of the film in this game so we got big things coming on Niners Nation, and I am so, so, so glad that we don't have to worry about off-season. I was so worried that those were going to end up being like off-season uh, shows and previews and reviews and all that crap. Nope. Our season ain't over, baby. We're going to the playoffs. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. There were like three different points in that game that I thought the 49ers were losing. Multiple points in the game. Just sent out a text to Levin Black. Let's see if he can hop in here and join me on the pod since Akash seems to be crazy late. Uh, again, I want to check. There's post-game thought. Here's Kyle Shanahan on facing the Cowboys in the wild card round. They haven't been on our schedule. I wasn't really looking at that stuff. I know hell of a year and really good players and really good coaches. Hopefully we get two days to prepare and put in a good game plan on Wednesday. I'll take my chances with Kyle Shanahan going up against Mike McCarthy in the playoffs. I don't know about you. I definitely will. Hell yeah. Well, I take my chances with that. Mike McCarthy is a potato as a head coach. Okay. I'll take Kyle Shanahan to be in his bag. Ernest Drummond. Can you show Kyle his love? Ernest, you must've just joined, man. I've been singing Kyle Shanahan's praises. Come on. Kyle did great today in the second half of this game. He was absolutely in his bag. They threw everything at him. Absolutely in his bag. And I think he's going to be able to do the same thing to the Cowboys defense. Cause I'll tell you right now, I don't think the Cowboys defense is nearly as good as they have looked during the season. They get turnovers, which is scary because God knows the 49ers are going to give you your chances. But here are the quarterbacks the Cowboys have beaten this year. Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins, Matt Ryan, whoever the hell the Saints put out the week they played him. I think it, I can't even remember. Washington's quarterbacks twice, another win over the Giants, and Jalen Hurts. Those are the best quarterbacks the Cowboys have beaten. Sean Big Rich Anderson, thanks for the super chat. I don't know stats on MF and Fuego. 
John Middlecoff and Guy Haberman called what exactly needed to happen for the Niners versus the Cowboys game that the networks wanted. <laughs> I'm sure the networks are thrilled that it's going to be a Niners Cowboys because let me just tell you that rating is going to be through the roof. The 49ers are a ratings powerhouse. They're one of the few national teams in the NFL. People don't like to admit it, but they are. When you're the team of the eighties, you become a national powerhouse. Chris Maldonado on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Rob really ain't a hater. Just sometimes the real ain't what people want to hear. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Thank you. I try to keep it real. Again, if you want me to sit here and take the L on Jimmy Garoppolo today, I don't want to fight you. I really don't. So I'll take the L. We can get into all that other stuff later. But man, that was the most Jimmy Garoppolo game of Jimmy Garoppolo's entire tenure. Like, Starts out horrible. Many people thought he should be benched many times throughout the game. I was one of them. Certainly, I didn't even think he should be starting the game. He looks bad. In the second half, the ground game picks it up. Debo Samuel throws the touchdown. And then all of a sudden, the Niners are right back into it. And then what happens at the end of the game? Jimmy Garoppolo has a couple of good drives, and the 49ers eke it out. Like, man. And everybody forgets all the other stuff. John, watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Thanks for your show. Go Niners from Canada. Hell yeah. International. I like that. Thank you very much. Appreciate that, John. Got a lot of international fans, as I have come to find out. Sean Big Grinch Anderson. Again, the Niners and Cowboys have one of the most watched playoff games in NFL history. It's still going to be bonkers. Thank you for the super chat. Another super chat. Aaron Byrne. True matchup. Kyle Shanahan versus Dan Quinn. That's right. That's like I said. Like, hell yeah, I'll take that. Dan Quinn's getting coaching opportunities. Okay, bring it. <laughs> bring it on, Dan Quinn. Let's see. Let's see if you could stop the 49ers. That would be fascinating to see, and we're going to see it next week. How confident are you in the 49ers going forward? I know that's a dangerous question to ask on the Sunday after a game. I'm pretty confident if Jimmy Garoppolo's thumb if it stays at where it was today, after seeing him, it's not, I don't feel totally uncomfortable like I did going into this week because he did make some wonky throws and he made some throws that were sharp, kind of like he does when his thumb's healthy, to be honest. I think we're going to find out more about the Jimmy Garoppolo injury. I think we are. I said that before the game. One way or another, I think we're going to find out more. I'm sure Jimmy will, will um, reveal more. Later today, here's Kyle Shanahan on Ambry Thomas. He's definitely made a believer out of me, and I would not believe he could have with the way things started off. See, you get in Kyle's doghouse early, man, and he doesn't like it. Nick Jansen watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Jimmy with no timeouts with a minute 27 seconds left, drives the field goal and scored a TD. Come on, don't be ridiculous. He deserves a game ball. If he deserves a game ball for you, that's fine. Again, I don't want to fight. You guys, some of you grade like gym teachers. I grade like a chemistry teacher, to quote my good friend, Eric Casillas. Tob, Toby X Misery. Thanks for the super chat. Go Niners all the way from Poland. What an incredible game. I love this team. I don't know what time it is in Poland. I think you're staying up super late to hear me. Thank you. And hell yeah, go Niners. We got a lot of people from Canada checking in. Ned Goodwin watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Rob, let's hope we have a complete game against the Cowboys instead of one half or the other. Hell yeah. And that's something that has honestly plagued the 49ers for a lot of this year. They have not been a complete game team. They can usually put one half together, not usually two, maybe a good quarter, but
but they can never seem to put four really good quarters together. Even in some of their blowout wins, they haven't really been able to do that. It's hard to play one half games like the 49ers did today. They basically did nothing in the first half. One hand tied behind their back. They they beat the Rams in two quarters, essentially. Mike watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page. Also great to get Emmanuel Mosley back today. Totally agree. That was huge to get Emmanuel Mosley back. Like you can see the difference in the secondary. I think it changes what the 49ers do in the secondary. I think it changes what D'Amico Ryans does. I think sometimes D'Amico can get a little crazy now because he's got some confidence in his secondary for a change. Emmanuel Mosley, massively, massively important. Let's see what else is uh, going on. By the way, did anybody see the fire bulky chance in Jacksonville? Just, I know we're talking about the Niners here, but I just, I'm so happy to be free of that. I just took particular pleasure in that. Eric Armstead, there's no quit in this team. He said it was an instant classic for sure. And again, huge, huge, huge game by Armstead himself, as I pointed out. Massive. You know, in games like this, you need your biggest stars to make the biggest plays. And Eric Armstead did. Credit to him. He's taken a lot of crap. And some of it from me, to be honest with you. So, apparently Akash is stuck in an Uber. Thanks, Akash. Killing me here. Chad Marshall watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Can we please just take a minute to stop and breathe and enjoy all this? Yeah. God knows I can take a minute to stop and breathe. We should enjoy it. We should enjoy it. There should be no fighting in the 49ers fan base tonight. No nothing. We won the damn game. We're going to the playoffs. There's a hell of a lot of other NFL teams. Ask the Saints fans how they feel today. Ask them how they feel. Think they want to be where we are? Hell yeah. A lot of damn teams. And I look in the NFC. I don't think the 49ers are going to make a deep playoff run, but I don't know. I like their chances against the Cowboys. I'll tell you that. And you know what? Buckle up because who the hell knows what happens after that? Maybe somebody, maybe Brady goes down and gets hurt or whatever. We have no idea. We have no idea. So take it one game at a time. Just enjoy it. Enjoy the fact that this week you get to sit and think about another game this year. There's going to be plenty of time in the offseason to talk about Trey Lance and what he's going to do in his second season and all that stuff. And is Jimmy Garoppolo going to get traded? Who's going to get traded to? What are they going to get back? We got time for that. That ain't this week. That ain't this week. And damn, does it feel good. M. Kibb on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Thanks for the super chat. Jimmy did everything to lose the game. Let Trey cook. <laughs> I mean, that, that it will be a division in the 49ers fan base forever. But. Let's just enjoy it now. Eddie V watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Debo needs a contract extension and shout out to Elijah Mitchell and Ambry Thomas. Rookies coming up big. It's a good point, Eddie. That is a good point. Kyle Shanahan has at times seemed incredibly reluctant to play rookies this year. The whole rookie class at one point for the through the first like three, four, five games of the season, they got nothing out of their rookies in the first few rounds, the first four rounds, I think it was. Aaron Banks, Aaron Banks hasn't done anything. Second round pick. I don't even know if he was active for this game, which tells you a lot. So, yeah, massive stepping up by the rookie. I mean, Elijah Mitchell is so good. At when he gets the ball, it looks like he's going to be stopped for a one or two yard gain. And he always finds a way to eke forward another two, three, four yards. It's unbelievable. It is unbelievable. He's been a huge savior for the 49ers. I mean, think about it. Raheem Moster goes down. Jeff Wilson couldn't play the first like half of the year. So he goes down. 
Trey Sermon, injured. I mean, how many running backs for the 49ers went down? Thank God for Elijah Mitchell. Thank God for Elijah Mitchell. Jeff Wallazer watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. The 49ers season was left for dead three different times in that game, and they still won. They are resilient. You're totally right. You are absolutely right. I got nervous when it was 3-0. When it was 10-0, I thought, if they don't score on this drive, we're going to be in trouble. And then the Niners go three plays. They lose 18 yards. That was the fumble by Jimmy Garoppolo, which I'm – Stunned that they got back. A little bit of luck there on the 49ers side, but we'll take it. And then the Rams score the touchdown. Three plays. They go up 17 to zip. And then what happens on the next possession? Jimmy G throws an interception. So the Rams had the ball with a 17-point lead with three minutes and 43 seconds to go on their 21-yard line. One more score there probably puts the game away. Instead, they go six plays. They only move the ball 13 yards. Niners get the ball back. With 38 seconds left, and they go down the field and get a field goal. And by the way, Kyle Shanahan, there you go. 38 seconds left. Don't turtle up. Don't just run the clock out. Go down the field and try to score. And to his credit, he did. They tried a hook and ladder play. Remember that? That was the first, uh, second play out of that. They hit Ayuk for 19 right out of the gate, and they did the hook and ladder play. Jamichael Hasty had an eight-yard gain. Ayuk had a 26-yard catch. They spiked the ball. Boom. Field goal. And they built off that field goal. There was some positive vibes going into halftime because of that field goal. I'm not saying it's totally responsible for how the game turned out, but they get the field goal. Then they come out in the second half and run the ball right down the Rams' throats. Seven plays, 75 yards. It was only one pass, and it was the Debo Samuel touchdown pass. Or, excuse me, the run. I apologize. It was the run. Elijah Mitchell, two yards. Debo, five. Jimmy hits Hasty. Garoppolo, are you? Okay, so I'm I'm I apologize. I'm remembering that drive wrong. That's my bad. That's right, because it was, yeah, I'm sorry. 17 was the other one. So they go 70, seven plays, 75 yards, and that was the Debo 16-yard rush with the good Juwan Jennings block. I apologize. I had those two drives flip-flopped in my head. That's my bad. I haven't had a lot of time to digest this game. Noel Gallagher is God watching on the Niners Nation YouTube pitch. This felt like the Titans game, but in reverse. I could see that. It it definitely, when Jimmy threw the second interception, I was like, this feels like the Titans game. You're right. That's a good call by you. Ralph watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Almost always there are more Niners fans in the stands when they're in LA. I'm in LA. I love it. Look, LA fan, I mean, those teams just got there. So they got to build up that fan base. There's a lot to do in LA. You know, they got to compete with not just other football teams and sporting events. They got to compete with good weather and, and all that stuff. But for the 49er fans to show up at SoFi like they did, that was awesome. You know, the 49ers fans get a game ball since we're talking about it. Absolutely. That was awesome, man. And I think you could see the players feeding off of that during the game. I really do. I think the defense fed off of it for sure. 100%. Let's see what other people are saying after the game. Ambry Thomas, it felt great. I'm just happy. We're fortunate enough to get to the playoffs. We were down bad in the first half, but we fought back into it. I'm just really happy we're in the dance now. That's all that matters. How about this from Ambry Thomas? I just had to get back in football mode. I was out of football for a year. Remember, he opted out due to COVID. Uh, I was out of football for a year, and once I mentally got back in football mode, I knew it was going to be over. It was pretty challenging just to be inactive in all those games, but that just made me work harder every time we practiced. I'm grateful for that, honestly. So maybe Kyle Shanahan deserves a little credit for that. 
Oh, by the way, M. Kibb on the Niners Nation YouTube page. I just saw this. R.I.P. Bob Saget. Yeah, apparently Bob Saget has died. I don't know any of the circumstances. Uh, he's 65 years old. Most people my age probably know him from Full House, but he was a hilarious stand-up comedian. He was found in an Orlando hotel room, but detectives found no signs of foul play or drug use. So that's a little bit of sad news today. But I know Bob Saget's got some uh, Bay Area fans, as well as fans everywhere else in the world. Okay, Jawan Jennings is at the post-game press conference in what I can only describe to you as a flower, rainbow flower jacket. I just retweeted it from my Twitter page, at Stats on Fire. It is insane. I don't know why he's wearing that. Levin is trying to jump into the chat and his webcam. Levin, just turn your webcam off. We don't need to see you. So the 49ers gave me, I think, three heart attacks during this game, but we got through it. Here's Eric Armstead on Jimmy Garoppolo. Leadership, toughness, everything you want out of your starting quarterback. These are the games, I will say, that give Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of credibility in the locker room. A lot of credibility in the locker room. Players don't care about the interceptions that he threw earlier in the game. All they care about is at the end of the game, he let him down at the end of regulation, and he let him down in overtime. That is all they care about. So I get that. You know, I'm not a player. I look at, at a bigger picture. And you can criticize me for that if you want, but players, this goes a long way with players because they're going to say he was hurt going into the game. Who knows how hurt he was during the game? I'm sure he took a couple of shots during the game and they're like, he was there at the end. He gutted it out. We got the win. So that buys Jimmy Garoppolo a lot of credibility in the locker room. want to get to as many comments as I can here, especially uh, since Akash is stuck in the Uber. Diego watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. How does Ambry Thomas' latest development change the offseason panorama for the secondary reinforcements? I still think they need to invest in a corner because they need them. There's a lot of guys on one one year deals. I think there's 30 over 30 free agents at the end of this year. So not a Verrett's not going to be there. Not that you can count on him anymore. I believe K1 Williams is on a one year deal. Tart is on a one-year deal, so you're going to have to do some reinforcing in the secondary. But we don't want to talk about that tonight. That's an off-season conversation. We should be talking about what the 49ers secondary is going to do against the Cowboys. That's what we should be talking about. It's playoffs, baby. We have another game to get to. Let's see what else is going on on Twitter. I know Eric Armstead obviously was uh, very happy, as he should be. Try to keep an eye on all the post-game stuff as it's happening. Um but it's hard to do both. So forgive me here if I'm a little choppy. Kyle Shanahan and Jawan Jennings was a man today. I love Jawan. You see the passion he plays with. The fire that he brings to the game is unbelievable. He has very rapidly become like Kendrick Bourne for the 49ers. That's the role that he plays in this offense. He makes big catches. He can run after the catch. He's just stepped up and become a very reliable third op. Oh, really fourth option. For the 49ers, he made huge catches in this game. Massive catches at the end. Running after the catch also. Just big conversions. Runs good routes. He has really taken a giant leap forward. And they had to wait for him for a couple of years. He was banged up. You know, he was the same draft class as Jalen Hurd. We never got to see Jalen Hurd. But we got to see Juwan Jennings. And he has been everything the 49ers could possibly have hoped for. Sean Morris watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. If they can cover Odell Beckham Jr. and Cooper Cup, they can handle the other lamb. CeeDee Lamb was the receiver 
that Kyle Shanahan loved in that draft class with Ayuk. He said it was between Ayuk and Lamb. So that'll be interesting to hear uh, Kyle talk about him this week and how that matches up. Cornelius Bradley watching on the Niners Nation Facebook page. Our secondary is back with Mosley there. Teams can no longer play, throw it deep, and get a PDI trick. Well, I don't know. 49ers did get their 20th defensive pass interference of the season today. So we'll see about that. Joining me now, we finally got some technical difficulties. What's up? As I said before you hopped in, we're in the playoffs. We don't need to fight about Jimmy Garoppolo right (laughs) now. We are in the playoffs. That's pretty rich coming from you, Mr. I said, (laughs) if you want me to take the Jimmy Garoppolo L because they won the game, I don't want to fight today. So I'll take it today. I can defend myself the rest of the week, but we're in the playoffs. I didn't think we're going to be in the playoffs. I was telling my poor son watching the game that this game is over. The 49ers were going to get whooped. And all of a sudden the second half, they look like a totally different team. It pretty much is the perfect summary of the entire season. They start out terrible. Then they play really well. Then they have a really bad play where you think it's all over once again when Jimmy throws that interception and the Rams go down and score. And then they come back and they win. Like all season long, it's been that roller coaster where this team, you think they're dead and then they come back and then you think they're dead again and then they come back. It's also the perfect summary of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like that game from Jimmy is everything about Jimmy. He had really, really bad plays where you thought he cost you the game. And then he has really, really good drives, like the last two drives of the game for the 49ers offense. It's like that's been the conundrum of Jimmy Garoppolo ever since he came to the 49ers. You see elite traits and you think, God, this guy could be elite quarterback. And then he throws a really bad interception that destroys everything. (laughs) Shout out to Sean Morris watching on the Niners Nation YouTube page. Woo, wet blanket time. For those that don't know, (laughs) Levin Black is the human wet blanket. Surprised he hasn't come on and talked about how the Niners are going to get whooped next week against Dallas. Are you just excited that we're playing the Cowboys next week in the play? Like Niners, Cowboys. That's awesome, man. That takes me back to when I was a kid. Eh. (laughs) And there he is. The human wet blanket. I mean, thanks for that. all, All those games happened before I was truly watching. So the Cowboys rivalry, like it was big to me when I first started watching because it was so big to everybody at that time but then they literally haven't played each other in what 26 years in the playoffs so it it kind of faded like the green bay one like i've said before is the one that really stuck with me because the first three years i really watched the team and truly like rooted and everything they played the packers in the playoffs so green bay is the one that i have a special disdain for i think it's cool There's going to be a lot of really cool replays in the lead up to that game. I think there's going to be a lot of good media coverage from it. But it's still just a game. I mean, it's a game similar to this Rams, in my opinion. They have ridiculous receivers. And it's going to be about how can the Niners stop those receivers. And it's going to have to be like this game where the defensive line takes over. George Kittle estimated that 60% of the crowd was Niner fans. I think it was more than that. The Rams were on a silent count, Levin. How <laughs> awesome are the faithful for showing up in L.A. in a big spot? Uh, yeah, that pretty much sums up L.A. sports, professional sports, that is. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. A 12-win team, and they can't even show up. I mean, if it weren't for the Colts losing to the friggin' Jags today, that might be the dis- most disappointing loss for the Rams. You know, when they kicked off overtime in this game, the Rams had already secured a division, so mm-hmm. they could have just knelt and tied. Yeah, but they were and saying both that, teams would have got what they wanted. Well, sort of. They would have lost the second seed, which 
will that end up mattering? Who knows? But I would certainly still be trying to win the game to get that second seed. How about the game by Jawan Jennings today? Unbelievable game stepping up, had huge plays, caught the Debo touchdown, caught the touchdown at the end of regulation to tie the score. I mean, I was just saying, like, he's already Kendrick Bourne, and maybe he could be even better. Did you see my tweet? I'm guessing you didn't because I think it was right after the game ended, so you were probably busy with this. Yeah, I, I kind of I'm a little busy after the game. Yeah. I don't have time to stop and read your tweets. History was up. made in this game. Oh, yes? How? I was curious, so I went ahead and ran it on uh, Pro Football Reference, and uh, I had to scroll through 468 different games, <laughs> uh, but I sorted it by date so that it would be easy to do. There has never been a 49ers game where three players got 90 yards or more receiving. And that happened in this game with Jennings, Ayuk, and Debo. So it's the first time ever with Jerry Rice, John Taylor, Brent Jones, Dwight Clark, all those guys, they never all did it in the same game. Jimmy Garoppolo after the game. Lots of emotions, ups and downs. To come back like we did, it took everything. I felt it after the game, and guys in the locker room did too. It was one of those games you won't forget anytime soon. I was saying this is a game that buys Jimmy Garoppolo huge amount of credibility in the locker room. Massive. Because the, the players don't remember those interceptions that happened early in the game or the fumble that he had that torpedoed a possession. They only care about the results. They don't care about process at all. And, dude, they won. The Niners won the game. Jimmy got Jimmy did it at the end of regulation and in overtime. He had two good drives basically all day. I know nobody wants to talk about it right now, but it may have bought the 49ers an extra round or two when they trade him in the offseason. Mm, interesting. <laughs> Just saying. That, that Houston situation could get real spicy real quick if they truly fire their coach and go after Josh McDaniels, and it's a all-New England setting there for him. Who knows, man? I'm looking at uh, Juwan Jennings and uh, – not Juwan Jennings, rather. Brandon Ayuk and Debo. Brandon Ayuk is putting up a video from the Niners locker room. Obviously, everybody's friggin' celebrating. I literally jumped up in the air. When I saw Ambry Thomas's – I think it was his left ass cheek come down in bounds, <laughs> I leapt into the air like 25 feet, and I did like a 360 in the air. Uh, I it mean, was unbelievable. I, I don't believe the 25 feet. I mean – Look at you. It but, was 25 but... feet if it was a foot. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Uh, but, yeah, that, that play, uh, when he let it go, I was like, oh, a deep shot. That's not going to have much of a chance. And I felt good. And then I saw Thomas completely stop and Odell Beckham keep going. And I went, oh, no, he misread it. This is going to be a touchdown. <laughs> and then I saw the ball come into the screen. I was like, no, it's Odell Beckham that misread it. That, that is a really interesting play from the Rams perspective because why did Stafford underthrow it so heavily here's what I want to know did the Rams know when they went on the field for that drive that they already had the division and maybe Stafford was like I'm going to take a shot I, Let's just I, go doubt I don't know uh Mr. Kibb thanks for the super chat Remember Jimmy interceptions Pepperidge Farm does <laughs> <laughs> now that that is a good super chat well spent We've had a couple of them today. I appreciate everybody with the super chat. All the comments have been pretty good, but a couple of good super chats. I like people filling in. Um, there's a real schism. Some people are super happy that the Niners won. Some people just want to yell at me to take the L. But I was the other big point I had from today's show, Levin, is think about 
the difference in legacy for the 49ers in this game if it turns out differently, right? If the Niners lose, Kyle Shanahan misses the playoffs in four of his five years as coach. They never should have started Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo torpedoed the season. The 49ers have mismanaged their Trey Lance quarterback situation. Like the Niners went all in to make the playoffs this year. If they had missed the playoffs and sacrificed a year of Trey Lance's development, that would have been a huge disaster for them. But they got into the playoffs now, so now they can justify it. Let's just say the interview with Staley that we have on Wednesday scheduled would have had a completely different tone, I think. It would yep. have been about where do you go from here? How does Shanahan keep a locker room when he has four seasons out of five that he hasn't made playoffs? All that stuff. Now it's going to be a lot more about the playoffs and what do you do this weekend rather than what do you do to keep this franchise from crumbling? <laughs> totally, totally different feel. And it just feels good to not be in off-season autopsy mode. Like, I have stuff planned for the off-season, but I don't want to have to friggin' worry about any of that now, and we don't. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, the Seahawks, like, we've been ragging on them, they finally have a bad year, and then the Niners don't even make the playoffs? Right. <laughs> yeah, if you had told me that Russell Wilson was going to get hurt this year and that the Seahawks were going to lose 10 games and then said the 49ers were going to miss the playoffs, I never would have believed you. <laughs> yeah, they're now a, what, 10-win season? I mean, it seems crazy. Uh, I still have a lot of question marks. Let's be real. This team coming out as flat as they did, it's not the first time they've done it this season. It's not the second time they've done it this season. <laughs> it's a real, real big issue that I don't understand why it keeps happening, but you're not going to get away with that in the playoffs. Like, you can't start that way. So they got, they got some things that they have to work on. They got to figure out why it is that they come out so flat so frequently there's things to work on i totally agree like the you know people think if you bring that stuff up during a win like you're a hater or you're negative yeah, or all just... that stuff but like we can look at both there's always things to work on kyle shanahan would sit and tell you that there are things to work on but i just i look at all the adversity that they overcame in this game no trent williams no kwan williams they lose their friggin' punter like <laughs> early in the game they lose wishnowski and they got to depend on 39-year-old Robbie Gold, who had three career punts and hadn't done it since 2007. So like 15 years, basically, between punts for Robbie Gold. And then he does it twice, and he's better than Wisnowski. 47 yards and 43 yards. That's like the Troy Smith era of 49ers. Yeah, oh, geez. <laughs> that feels like a while ago. Exactly. Like, put that in perspective. But, uh, yeah, if he can punt like that all the time, then... Maybe you get rid of Wishnowski and you can somewhat justify gold salary next year. <laughs> That's what I said. Make him double dip, man. God knows we're paying him enough. Holy hell. Oh, I cannot believe it. Oh, Brian Elliott's calling you out. Oh, yeah? On the face of Levin, come on. Either you're a fan or you're not. Stop putting them down, you human wet blanket. <laughs> uh, it's possible to be both. Right. I'm a, I'm That's a fan my thing. and a journalist. I'm real... I'm a realist that looks at the team. I can step back from my fanhood and look at the team from an un, as unbiased as you can get, I guess, in my situation. And I can also be a fan. I'm a fan during games. After games, I try to get perspective. The perspective is this team still has stuff to work on. But they're in the playoffs, and this is a night to celebrate. Listen to this from George Kittle. George Kittle said last week this would be a body bag game because of both sides' physicality. 
Kittle said, we go down 17 nothing, and I had five guys chirping me in the ear. You guys are going in the body bag. I said, there's a lot of time left on the clock, boys. How about that from Kittle giving it back to the Rams down 17 nothing? It, it would have only been made better if he had, like, he brought his duffel bag to the press conference, was like, here's the body <laughs> bag. I'm leaving it here for him. <laughs> Look, this game was physical, man. Dude, was. You could tell the Rams came out and they were like, we are not getting punked again. They right. were physical with the 49ers. I thought the Niners answered it right back. Dre Greenlaw was suplexing people out there. There were a couple plays, honestly, where he could have gotten flagged for unnecessary roughness. Uh, he was flying all over the field. He was pumped up. Like, this game was physical with a capital F. Yeah, that, that's what this matchup has kind of turned into. They really are kind of mirror images of each other. It's it's a brother fight because of who the head coaches are and the similar systems that they run, especially offensively. So I think when you get into this game, it's almost like brothers fighting. It's going to be physical. It's going to be nasty. It's not going to be some technical you know, chess match, it's going to be, we're going to punch each other back and forth and see who's standing. Apparently a fire alarm went off during the post-game press conference. That's how <laughs> hot the 49ers are right now. hey <laughs> Had to be done. Did you wear that uh, jersey during the game? Nope. Put it on after the game. <laughs> I've been trying to find a delicate balance with the 49ers with my gear. Do I wear the gear during the game? Do I not? I almost put it on at halftime because things were going so hideously bad for the 49ers, but I was resilient. I stuck it out. And by the way, you're welcome, everybody, because if I had put it on during the game, they would have lost. Just throwing I, that out there. I got the all red today. Hats all red. I got the all red Capture. cap jersey on. Nice. I got, I'm not going to show you, but it's all, I got all red shoes on. I did wear 49ers socks the whole game. Does that count? <laughs> I don't know. I have, I, know, I have 49er socks, but I never put them on. A lot of people say I'm not a real fan. So I don't know where I got the 49er socks, apparently. But And by the way, Bruno watching on the YouTube page. I know there's no effing physical. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a shtick. Come on now. Give me a little credit. Talk about a um, wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> How about this from Resk4 on the YouTube page? We could be down 100 to nothing and still watch them play. I mean... I was as down as you could be in the first half. They looked dead in the water, Levin. They looked, they were just, they couldn't complete a pass. They couldn't run the ball at all. Jimmy Garoppolo looked like he couldn't even throw a screen pass at one point. Oh. Troy Aikman was calling him out. Uh -huh. Like It was dark in the first half. And then in the second half, they come right out, seven plays, 75 yards, touchdown. They forced the Rams to go three and out, touchdown. They stuff it down their throats. And I thought, oh, here we go. We're going to run away with this thing. And then Stafford comes out and throws the pick. And I was like, it's happening. And then they kind of slowed down after that. But they came out in the second half like a wrecking ball. Yeah, see, I, I get emotional during games. Like, I'm not a yeller screamer. I'm very quiet during games. But inside, it's normally just anger. I'm I, My frustration comes out during games, which if people follow me on Twitter, they probably see that a little bit on Twitter. I tend to complain a lot more on Twitter during games <laughs> than normal. Um, but my, my wife texted me after the game said, were you jumping out of your seat? And I was like, no, I was more so just like a huge sigh of relief. I feel like that's how this season's been for me. Like I I'm so angry during games because of how it's going when they win. It's more of just like a big sigh of relief. Like, thank God they won and it's over. So I can like get some sanity back. And you know what I mean? Like 
it's just so much frustration during games that when when they're over, it's I'm so relieved if they won. You know, if they lose, I'm still angry for days later. But <laughs> that's just how yeah. it's been this year. It's more like a sigh of relief when they win. I haven't had too many where I've just been able to be happy and enjoy it. Well, let me ask you this, and this is a question I'll throw out here before we go. Um, do you think now that the 49ers are playing with house money going forward? Like, okay, we made the playoffs. Our starting quarterback's banged up. Who knows if we're going to make a deep run, but kind of we made it here. We won 10 games. Whatever happens is kind of icing on the cake. No. If you got that mentality, you got problems. I I can understand maybe a fan thinking that. But I still don't fall into, fall into that, especially with as much talent as this team has. This team has no business being in the position they're in, even though they made the playoffs. They should have been fighting for that top seed. They have that much talent. And because they have that much talent, they should be doing something in the playoffs. If they just come into the playoffs and bow out, you know, that's disappointing. Now, if they come in and they have a hard-fought loss to Dallas, it is what it is. But you still got to show up. Like it, it's not a victory just to barely squeak into the playoffs when you have as much talent as this team has. No, I know, but like it'd be one thing if the 49ers won 13 games this year and got the number one seed, and then if they got into the playoffs and lost, you'd be like, yeah, I'd be disappointed with that. But to see the season that they had, and to know that they—I mean—they had to fight for their lives just to make it into the playoffs. Now I kind of feel like. Hey, I think they can beat the Cowboys next week. I feel actually kind of good about that game. But if they lose it, I'm not going to call the season the disappointment, you know, for the 49ers, even though I would have if if you asked me that before the year started. Just the, the twists and turns that this year has taken, I, I feel differently about it. That's why I wanted to throw it out to everybody to see what they think, because uh, I don't know. I, I'm in a good spot right now, and maybe it's just the victory hormones, uh, you know, compromising right. my brain. I think there's two ways to look at it. If you told me prior to the season the Niners would go 10-7, and seven, mm-hmm. I would have been a little disappointed in that. A little. If you told me in the middle of the season the Niners will be 10-7, and seven, I, I would have taken it all day and, and run with it. So I, I think there's two different ways to look at it, depending on where you're at. If you're looking at it from coming into the season perspective, you're disappointed. If you look at it from the situation that they put themselves in early in the season – you're ecstatic that they made the playoffs and they rebounded and that they're, they kind of rounded into form. That's fair. I, I see both sides. I don't want to, I don't want to totally disagree. I, I see both, but I said earlier in the show, I think no one in the NFC is happy that the 49ers are in the damn playoffs. Yeah. I'll tell you that and right they now. They said that at the end of the game, the broadcasters, I think it was the Fox studio guys, but yeah, the Niners finished the season, I believe seven and two. So, I mean, they're coming into the playoffs as a team with one of the best records over the second half of the season in, yep. in the entire league, I think maybe only Green Bay is better in the NFC. And look at Green Bay. I mean, that game was obviously close. I would still be terrified to play Green Bay, to yeah. be honest with you, <laughs> in the playoffs. Uh, I think I would love to have wait a few games before we have to do that. But, no, I look at the NFC playoff field, and it's like, other than Green Bay, I like our chances against pretty much anybody. And even against Green Bay, if they can run the ball, they'll be okay. But, like, Arizona, yeah, I think they can play Arizona tough. The Rams, obviously, we know. The Cowboys, I don't. I look forward to that game. Even Tampa Bay, as good as Tom Brady is, and I think he would do things against our secondary that would give me nightmares. Like, I give the 49ers a puncher's chance in this game. 
I think they have better than a puncher's chance against every team because of the talent. Like I said, like this team was 10 and seven and you are what your record is. They are wildly inconsistent, but when they are on, no team beats them. In my opinion, that's true. If the Niners play to their talent level, they win. So that to me tells me every single game I'm going in thinking they can win. It's not a going in and just praying you get some lucky bounces and some fluke stuff to try to try to win. It's not a situation like that. That's fair. I think that in, especially in the NFC, if the 40, yeah. if everybody in the NFC plays their best to the 49ers win the Super Bowl, I would probably say no. Cause I think if Aaron Rodgers is at his best, That's he's unbeatable. True. Although but, if you're saying everybody's at their best, that means Jimmy's actually really, really good. And the Niners aren't going to get beat if they have a run game and Jimmy's good. Yeah, there's no defense for a perfect pass. But the fact that like this is an actual real conversation right. we can have, I think, is a, is a credit to the 49ers. Put it this way, the Niners are one of the best wild card teams in a really long time. Agreed. And the crazy thing is, they finished third in the NFC West, so they have a third-place schedule next year. It's awesome. But anyway... <laughs> Let's just enjoy the rest of this day. What I'm going to do is I'm going to end this show. I'm going to take a 10-minute break because I've been talking for basically an hour straight. I'm going to get some whiskey. I'm going to have myself a nice little victory adult beverage. And I'm going to do my work the rest of the night and just be happy that the 49ers won. And they are in the freaking playoffs. And let's go. Next week, Dallas, bring it on. That's all I'll say because we're ready. And all I'm going to say is I'm going to go do what I'm supposed to do, which I'm not going to say what I'm supposed to do because it shouldn't be brought up on uh, something that's going to be here forever for people to see. But I got stuff I need to go do, and I'll, I'll leave it at that. And I think you know what I'm talking about, but I'm not going to publicly say it just in case somebody's watching. Hmm, maybe child number two will be on the way nine months from now. Who knows? That would be, I don't know. I don't... That would be very hard 23 miles from home. I have no idea where you are, what you're talking about. But nonetheless, I thank you for hopping in. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Again, if I didn't mention it, and I didn't because I was too excited, rate, review, and follow the Niners Nation Podcast Network. We had over a million downloads last year alone. We have bigger and better things coming in 2022. We are so, so grateful for you. I'm on Twitter, at Stats on Fire, Instagram, too. Hit me up anytime. DMs are open. If you want to just yell at me, that's fine, too. I'm here for that. Levin's on Twitter at LT Black Niners. Hit him up. He'll be a jerk to you, but what else can you really expect? Let's be honest. I'll return in kind. Be nice. Go. I'll be nice back. We appreciate all the super chats, everybody. We're gonna have plenty of good stuff like you, like Levin mentioned. Joe Staley's gonna join us this week. We're gonna have an interview with John Chapman that'll throw on the YouTube page tomorrow, probably later in the day tomorrow. Ton of good stuff at Niners Nation. Enjoy the night, everybody. Congratulations. We're in the playoffs.